Welcome to Fantasy Hotline. Where we talk about your wildest fantasies. Elves, dragons, terrifying amounts of cleavage, and old dowagers. Magic. <laughs> We're your hosts. Claire. And I'm Chris. And this week we're reading... Best Served Cold by Joe Abercrombie. Mm, I was going to make such a cheesy joke about how it's it's not about some sort of food that's nope. better hot. It's not <laughs> about cold cuts. The, it's it's Well, cutting is involved. I'm, yeah, oh, there's so much cutting in this. Yeah. And not the goth kind. So this, mo- this movie, I, it's pretty cinematic. I, I, it it's, is. It's one of my favorite books. It was uh, It's a one-off. Mm. Um, and you're, we weren't supposed to read it in the order that we read it. It's the okay. it's the fourth book in the series, but it's after a trilogy that ta- is pretty closely everything's linked in the trilogy, and then there's a one-off where it's you know it's, and that's how I got into this series. This author Joe mm. Abercrombie was like reading a one-off. I picked up this book, and, it, and there was there are some things where you're like, okay, I'm missing a little bit of a piece of that, but it's kind of what we were talking about last episode mm. where it's like hard versus soft world building. I just thought when I was reading it, I was like, oh, it's just kind of some you know, world building that we don't get to know about right now. Like he talks about like Shivers is talking about like the bloody nine and stuff like that. Yeah, we'll get yeah. into that. But so it's um, it's a one off. Uh, it's one of nine books he's uh, written in, in this world. So he's written all nine already? Um, yeah. And okay. the ninth is coming out in September Ooh. 2021. And he's he's pretty he's 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 pretty open and he's kind of a machine about his his uh writing like he doesn't release a trilogy until all three are written like that's really satisfying he doesn't do the george r R. martin uh fifth book and good luck with the rest yeah Yeah, we'll have a tv show ruin it i just think we need to talk about his author picture okay yeah before we talk about the book so if you haven't seen it it is he's in a suit and he's staring directly at you and he is his his hands are crossed his fingers are pointing he's resting he's going it's like Mm -hmm. It's like um. He, he looks like a. He's like a little bit of a knockoff James Bond villain. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. He looks like a like a maybe like an evil professor that you're trying to explain something that you think you're understanding, and he's like, "But do you?" Or or <laughs> like, your high school like your old high school friend who's like, "Hey, I'm selling houses now. Yeah, I'm sending yeah. you Facebook messages." <laughs> yeah. And you're like I don't live in the suburbs anymore, yeah. Mark. Oh, yeah, your friend who's just like really grinded all the way to the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's a, posting on LinkedIn mm-hmm. all the time. He's got a bit of a smarmy thing to him and I've heard interviews with him and he is funny he's like mm-hmm. a but he's kind of a smart ass he's you from Bath I mean? England yeah he's from Bath he's from yeah. Bath I've been Bath. there Bath have you yes well my dad is British oh is he from big ba- reveal is he from my Bath dad is British. <laughs> that makes this podcast legit yeah <laughs> fish and chips um no he's kind of from all over they moved around a lot because my grandfather was in the Royal Air Force from World War II on. He's a knight. The RAF, huh? Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. a knight? Yeah, he's a knight. Oh. Yeah, put some um, respect in your tone, There's sir. N- I will. <laughs> My lady, I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> no, it doesn't work that way, unfortunately. Oh, I don't know how anything works. I inherit nothing. I'm an American. Yeah, there you go. My dad is a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> and his dad Honestly, was an engineer. Cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got a root canal this morning. Oh, really? Speaking of dentists. This morning? Yeah. How's your mouth? You know, I actually feel okay. I took well, I look normal. The the Novocaine wore off, but I put on. I wanted to. They have TVs, you know, in dentists. Sure, and like the little glasses. No, was it was it just, just like a big you. TV. Like, right. Yeah. But I wanted to have something relaxing, so I put on a nature documentary. But mm-hmm. it was like every time the drill would go down, it'd be like, "This baby seal will starve to death yeah, in hours." Like, <laughs> and I was like, and then, and I was like, "Oh no!" I was like, I'm a tooth. Yeah. 
<laughs> I was like, oh, my tooth, okay. The, the seal, my I, tooth. Yeah, yeah. The cruel ocean will not give up her prey. Like, <laughs> noted. <laughs> okay, so uh, this book, I, I've never read this author before. Yeah. This is a crisp pick. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, I guess I'll save it for when we talk through the book. But yeah. I was like... Like this would not be something I would normally pick up and read. I think. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's 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 what you would call the uh, gr- grim dark. I believe is mm. what his. Uh, and how would you define that? Just like so, it's definitely fantasy. There's like little sprinklings of magic in there, but there's no like. You don't get the feeling that everything's great in the world. Like yeah. a lot of a lot of fantasy novels are like. Isn't this a magical, wonderful place? Like yes, the evil is here, but we're here to drive off the evil mm-hmm. for good, and this. You know, there's the good guy is a bad person. The the main bad guy is just really human and scared and vulnerable. And like, it's just there's no winners. I think Grimdark yeah. and his in in Grimdark and his books really, especially, you kind of leave every book going, well, who won? Like, who's the good guy? Who do I? Even, am I even happy with the mm-hmm. outcome? Like, there there's no. It's just outcomes. There's no. Yeah, and this book especially, I mean, should we just get into talking about it? Sure, yeah. Okay, so it's kind of like Renaissance, or not Renaissance, because actually no one's making art, everyone's getting murdered. But there was art, there's a bunch of art. Yeah, there's actually art kind of fe- features throughout, he's always mm-hmm. saying like, oh, the painting was slashed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like someone's impaled through the painting, or someone dies on the tapestry or whatever. Yeah, so it's like in Italy, maybe post-Renaissance, or something yeah. like that, in like a warring state's like feud, like different city states fighting each other mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And it starts off basically. There's this, her name is Monscaro Macato. Yeah, and I, her brother and her are riding up to basically the the palace, the summer retreat of the most powerful duke yes. in Italy, which is called Styria in mm-hmm. this world. Okay. Side note. It. Honestly, this is embarrassing to admit. It was hard for me to take all the Italian names that seriously. Yeah. <laughs> like Fantasama. Yeah. <laughs> and they rode like the hill no up to Fantasama. And like Nicola Cosca. Yeah. Monsquero yeah. <laughs> Mercato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Duke Orso. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah. like I would buy his pasta. Mm-hmm. I would buy his dried pasta. Duke Orso's. It's, it's Val- twisting Val- a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> It's so good, you will die for it. So there was like that hump I had to get over. Yeah, yeah, he definitely is. So it's he's a British author, and his main stuff is the main trilogies. Two, both of them take mm. place in like the England of his world, I see. which is called the Union. And we hear about it. It's kind of on the in the mm-hmm. in the sides. But yeah, so it starts off with a mercenary, and this place, Styria, every summer they just all go to war with each other. That just seems to be the deal. There's mercenaries running around. There's there's a bunch of dukes. There's one duke that used to be like a league, and they were all in it together. Yeah. And they would kind of have their little petty squabbles, and but every every war seemed kind of maybe like sanctioned or. Um, it just kind of seemed like that was the state like stasis. Like, oh, we're yeah. gonna go raid this border. Yeah. We're not protecting our borders. And then and Duke Orso like, Orso broke the League of Eight or League of Nine, mm-hmm. and was like, you know what, I'm. He basically set goals to become the king of Styria and make sure there's no more dukes and he would be mm-hmm. the guy. And his main general was Monza, yes, who's our main character. So when we meet Monza and her brother Benna, they are off to tell Duke Orso about another win. Mm-hmm. They're crushing it. Mm-hmm. They're like, we're just going to chill with Duke Orso. And I mean, we got to address this. The first 30 pages between Benna and 
Monza, I was like, they are having sex. They are flirting with each other, yeah. I was like, yeah. my brother does not talk. And then, uh -uh. oh yeah, and then they drop at their brothers. And I'm yeah. like. Yeah, so like, oh, well, they're just ribbing each other maybe. And You're like, hmm. I'm like, my brother's never bought me a ruby ring. Yeah, an interesting one. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. They have an interesting relationship for sure. And that, yeah, so, so ben th that was interesting for me because I was like, okay, they're yeah. incestuous or they're this is just how they are. It was a little seed. It's unclear, it's a yeah. seed planted, yeah. Yeah. And they so they so they get up there and they're greeted by like basically the seven most important men to Duke Orso's retinue or his mm -hmm. his his power like so it's his seven closest people. It's his boys. Yeah, and and basically, do you want to say? Yeah. It? So yeah. I mean, you know, I also like you know this because you when you read the back of the book, they're like betrayed, left alone. Yeah. So you're like, oh my god, they're gonna Here kill it comes. them. Yeah. And so. They're having a normal normal time chatting about all like the children they killed in the different little cities, and yeah. then um, they stab or the Ario, I think. Yep, Prince Ario. Prince stabs. Ario stabs Benna, and Gaba the. I was gonna call him the security guard. Yeah, that's that's he's like the head of his security. He's yeah, the big they just they just try to start killing them, and it's a really drawn out. Like, I mean, you really get a tone for the yeah. book in the way he talks about the violence being inflicted yeah. and the blood and. Benna gets stabbed through the 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 like chest. Every artery. Yeah, it's like real. He gets stabbed a bunch. It's real neat, and everyone's matter of fact about it. And there's no like, it's not really even tragic. Well, it is tragic. Well, for you're her. sad, but yeah. you're like, but it's clear that Benna never stood a chance. You're kind of like, oh my god, sweet little Benna yeah. just got offed. And then Monza. She gets choked. Her foot stomp. Her hand stamped yeah, on, Ali. and then she gets thrown down a mountain, which and is, lands on her. Lands on her. Lands on her brother. Body. And so this is an opening chapter that's pretty long, and it's called. Benna Mercato saves a life. And it's because his corpse shielded her from mm -hmm, mm -hmm. from the fall. Yeah, it's gnarly. So this was kind of fun because you're like, okay, this is terrible, but now this is about, she's about to go off. Yeah. So she gets rescued by some weirdo. Yeah, Bone who, Man. Who's immediately real creepy and, and, and you're like, okay, get out of there, get out of there, get out of there. And, and I, she gets out of there. And oh, and at this point, we're also introduced to her probably the... The sub main character Shivers, Shivers, yeah, and he's a Northman who's gone to Styria to make a better, make himself he, yeah, a better person, be a better man. Okay, so what I thought was interesting is, I, like, I kind of read this chunk and put it down, and I was like, okay, so we're gonna go through a book with like a disabled heroine. Like, she gets this creepy guy, like, mends her bones, but she's all these scars. She has pain. She's mm -hmm. addicted to whatever they husk it's like which is basically heroin yeah like yeah. she's smoking opium for the pain mm -hmm. um and i'm we'll talk about this more maybe later on but what i thought was interesting is that she's referenced her, her pain all the time but it actually never impacts her Not in really. a way where she can do anything she just can't like do gr anything. grins and bears it yeah yeah so i kind of thought like i mean she clearly carries these emotional wounds but i thought we were going to be set up for a little bit more yeah like dealing with like what does it mean to be like this you were physically able now you're not and it's like oh she's actually perfect at fighting with her left yeah. hand like the next time she fights that's and interesting you, you miss that yeah. he doesn't really tell you that but obviously the emotional weight of what's going on in the character's minds yeah. pretty not, not to pretty me bad. did not read yeah it was bad but it didn't really read as his focus as an author because mm -hmm. like my first note i was like okay we have a disabled heroine like maybe it'll be about finding her agency, blah blah blah. And it's like, nope, no, she's, she's the best. She's and, got plenty of agency. And yeah. like her disability, I mean, I kind of feel like 
I wanted to see a little more of right. like how her recovery was or whatever. Like, mm -hmm. what's the point of making the hero get so fucked up if if nothing? Yeah. If like every man's still just like, damn, she's she hot as hell hot and really can sword fight. Yeah. yeah. It's like it seemed like it didn't really actually affect her, except causing her to want to have revenge and like her pinky fingers really fucked her up. Hand was yeah. I think so. In the first trilogy, they mention him shortly in the book. They mm. call him the cripple. Right, and he's mm -hmm. one of the POV characters in the first three books that mm -hmm. he writes, and he was um, the best swordsman in the Union, and then got tortured and lost his Owie. foot and lost like a bunch of his teeth, and like mm. he was kept in a box, so his back is all like Ew. fucked up. So they, Ew. He, so so the for the first three books, he writes pretty intense, like about mm. a, a disabled main character. Interesting. So maybe he when he because this is his fourth book. Mm -hmm. Maybe he was like, you know what? All right, I've done it again. <laughs> like I've made another. I can't. Damn. I can't, yeah, he's like, oh, I'm writing about another like limping person mm. all the time, and like maybe, maybe he. But look, that's but just yeah, my perspective. I get, I get you. That was my yeah. expectation versus what happened. Doesn't mean yeah. it's bad. Yeah, no, I, I get you. But she's definitely an addict and um, is hobbled a bit. She mm -hmm. like she always talks about how she's trying to to. Um, yeah, she'll so not limp and stuff like we that. We see it through her perspective. Yeah, like she's t clearly feeling it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then, so basically, she meets Shivers. Shivers is down on her luck. Okay, we gotta in talk about how the North people are named. Oh yeah. Because I'm like, okay, what's next? Iceberg. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the Northmen are given names. They're like, you have your name. His name is Call. Yeah. C A U L, like Paul with a C. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and then you're given like a name after you do something, like a nickname, basically. And they're all winter themed, which is like, there's got to be like 18 like snows yeah. running well, around. Yeah, like, that's very true. 200 ices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like, well, and there's, then there's like, yeah. And there's like a couple, like, they talk about the Northmen that are mentioned are like Gray, Gray Lock. Yeah. Um, the Bloody Nine. Mm -hmm. Or or he's three also three trees. Yeah, three trees. Black Dow, the yeah. Dog Man. The Dog Man is like that's cool. I, yeah. If I had to pick one, I'd be like, yeah, you can call me the Dog Man. Yeah. <laughs> well, so okay. so Shivers is on down on his luck. Yeah, Shivers is our, our like morally trying desperately to be a moral compass. Yes. And yeah, and so they meet, and they all, and then she was like, I need you to go to Sajan, who's like basically kind of like a fence or like mm -hmm. a, a gangster of some get you kind. Whatever you he want, get whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. And he owns like a gambling house. And so she sends Shivers into there because she can't go. And then he, then we're introduced to our like third member of her crew yeah, of people so, who's friendly. Yes. So she's kind of like assembling her little motley crew, yeah. like Ocean's Eleven style, mm -hmm. to, to kill, kill the seven men who were there. Yeah when her and her brother were murdered. And no one knows she's alive. Mm -mm, no one. And then, so Friendly joins the team. And so there's Shivers, the Northman who wants to be better. There's mm -hmm. Friendly, who's quite clearly an, an He's autistic, autistic. autistic or on the spectrum, heavily obsessed with numbers. All he thinks about is numbers, and numbers calm him down. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. he was a he's a uh, convict. Yes. And, and uh, man, so the first chapter, one of the, my favorite chapters in the book is like, Seven and one is what it's called, I think, or like sevens maybe, and um, but basically it's it's or six and one, mm -hmm. six mm -hmm. and it's, so when it's, he's rolling the dice. Yeah, initially. so it's it's friendly, and it's when they kill Gobber. Yeah, and, and so like when he shows up, friendly's like Gobber. Oh, is it sixes? Uh, no, that's okay. that's too that's too late in the book. Um, Damn. sixes is when 
anyway, so okay. they, Sorry. Kill, <laughs> they kill Gobber, and um, it's just like a really well written, like well rounded chapter. Like, like she's like he's like six times. She's like what? And he's like with the hammer. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> so he's, he's like, counting the whole time. Yeah, and so they kill Gobber. He's a gobba. Sorry. I like that. I just was waiting for you to realize it's gobba, but yeah. gobber. Yeah, gobber. I just listened to it instead of mm. reading it this time, and it went, and it's read by a British guy. So whenever they're like gobba, I'm like, that's uh, an ER. Yeah. So they kill Gaba, and it's pretty brutal. Oh my god! Yeah, reading this, I was like, okay, like, am I gonna be able to finish this book? I'm yeah. a little sensey. Oh. Yeah. So this was like so much gore for me, but yeah. I did. I mean, I thought it was really true to what you're saying, calling it grim dark or whatever, because yeah. it's like not this heroic like it's almost pathetic the There's way no, that she kills kills him and yeah. she's like it's like disgusting because it's like drawn out and uh-huh. she's like ew and and uh, she like tries to pretend like she's enjoying it and but it, she doesn't like yeah. right off the bat she's, she's like, already like bad. yeah her revenge is already feeling bad yeah and then it's in i thought this was a really interesting um kind of juxtaposition because the way that he writes his characters from like the, the their POV is like so different. So you see yeah. like what Shivers thinks of what's happening, what Gaba thinks, or no, not Gaba, what Friendly. Um, Friendly thinks. And then it's like really at odds with how Monza feels about it, which is like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I'm like fucking this up. Yeah. Like this doesn't even feel good. And I thought that was really fun. But to Shivers, she's like trying to put on a show and he's like, she looked like she enjoyed that. Like, yeah. He, and that freaks him out at the beginning. He's like, I'm out. I don't want to do this. But she's hot, remember? She's hot, and she offers him tons money. more money than he's ever seen in his life. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's a poor from the north, they don't really do money up there. They just yeah. kind of—you're just kind of like a—they're very tribal and like clan. Like I up know. There. I wanted to know more about the north. And well, I'm so like... the first series is big in the north, <laughs> and the next, and the next, but the next book, the next one-off is a—it's called the Heroes. You're giving me homework. Yeah, I am. That's, <laughs> this whole this whole podcast is homework. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it's it's the kind of homework I've always wanted. I know, right? Uh, now I'm the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> well, so all right, so they move on from Gaba, and we're introduced to kind of the beginning of her crew. Yeah. And um, her and Shivers go to recruit the next member of the crew. Um, which is Malthus. No, Morvir. No. Yeah, Morvir. Sorry, they're that's what I meant. Malthus, Malthus is who they're killing. Yeah. yeah. They go and recruit Morvir, who's a poisoner, and he immediately does poisons what poisoners them. <laughs> do and poisons them. Yeah, I would say that, like, the way the moral universe is here, it it's like very little shifts. Oh, yeah. Everyone is, even with a semblance of internal struggles that some of the characters go through, it's like, oh, you're a poisoner? Well, let's have him, I don't know, poison, poison someone somebody. within, like, the first three paragraphs. Like, yeah. It's like, you're a baker? Here's a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> right off the bat. Yeah, Northman, split this dude's head in two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, convict, stab a guy six times, mm-hmm. count it the whole time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one of the things in six and one, that chapter, he splits one guy's head open with a cleaver and then stabs another dude six times, and then he goes, six and one. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that the voice like, they give him the, on the in podcast? The, in, the, in the podcast, it's, 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 the way they act him is so incredible. They make him like this like flat, emotionless oh person. Oh, my God. Like, he's like, six times. And they're like, what? He's like, with the hammer. Oh, <laughs> and like, my God. Like, oh, and they're like, are you a warrior? He's like, I am a convict and a murderer. Wow, I didn't imagine like, him talking like that at Oh, yeah, all. they keep really him like, funny. F- they flatten brick. He sounds like a brick. I thought... I kind of imagine Friendly as being hot. Oh, okay. But like, because his name is Friendly. Yeah. So I was like, that's obviously a joke. He's like, not friendly. Kind of like that that mugshot that went viral of the dude who's uh, just gorgeous. Oh, you know, he's married to the heiress of Topshop now. Oh, good for him. He is so rich. Nice. God, what talk about landing on your feet. 
I mean, yeah. He gets go- arrested for like something like trespassing and like a, a yeah, horrible or whatever. Did. And then he's just like, yeah, this heiress thought I was hot. Everyone's so. like, he's so hot. I know. <laughs> and people were saying that he was just in it for the money, but I think they're still together. Oh, well, anyway, so Friendly's <laughs> hot. <laughs> yeah, this is well, this is a perfect intersection of pop culture and, and autistic convicts This is what this people. podcast is about. If baby. I'm going to get canceled, I hope it's not for that sentence. <laughs> no, I don't think so. That's just what was written. If anyone true. should be canceled, it's Friendly. Yeah, it's Friendly's canceled <laughs> for murdering people. He's a people. murderer. So he, they... They meet up with Morvir, who's mm-hmm. like the one of the more notorious poisoners in Styria, and he's got an assistant named Day. I loved Day. Yeah, she's like kind of a child, like uh, yeah, he's like she's beautiful, like a baby. Yeah, yeah, she's this unassuming, um, you know, teenager. I imagined her. Yeah. Uh, um, and yeah, some like orphan that he picked up, mm-hmm. or who knows. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of got his foibles of wants to be respected, but he's feared because anything, any gift he gives is like a. A weapon. A weapon. He wants to be seen as like generous and intelligent and yeah. all these things. So they bring him on the crew and they go to Westport to kill Malthus, who was there, and he was the banker. Yeah. So and he, this was kind of when you get the grips of like, okay, Monza's just gonna kill everybody. Like, yeah, she's he didn't she's even want to be. He didn't even want to be there. He was just kind of there, but he didn't yeah. stop it. Mm-mm. But I I do want to say. I really Day's like character trait to me that I loved was how she's like she's always eating. Oh yeah, like yeah. he's just like, hmm, okay, what can I give this girl? Always has a pastry, and it's mm-hmm. like that's the kind of commitment when you're living in this hellish world of like, yeah, I'd always want to have a Danish too. Yeah, she's just like they're like in the, in an attic about to like blow dart someone, and there's like, are you eating a peach right and now? She's like, mm, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsies. Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't bring the poison. That's I brought, exactly like, how they read her in the book. Really? I'm not even kidding. She's kind of got like this like high pitched French accent. Oops, I ate. <laughs> <laughs> I was hungry. Oh, bonjour. <laughs> oh, bonjour. I will kill this man. Pardon, um, it's an apple. It's an apple. <laughs> so anyway, they go in and they find this bank and they try to like, they do a couple attempts at uh, poisoning him during mm-hmm. the day. It doesn't work. Then they send shivers to climb in. Okay, question. This is a funny chapter. Before I get it, did you think that like, I, w- I thought Morvir was just going to give them poison. And then oh, he was like, do it. No, no, not. I thought he was like Monzo's gonna like buy poison from oh, him, or he would right. just like go off and do it. I didn't know he'd be so hands on. Yeah. I thought that was a really fun surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they bring for him me. into the crew. Yeah. yeah, he's like active. Ocean's Eleven again. Exactly, like, exactly. We're on to the next one. You mm-hmm. want to come? Mm-hmm. Dun, 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 dun. Slow mo, slow mo. Chris is physically running back dun, and dun, forth dun, 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 dun. <laughs> in the studio <laughs> uh, in slow motion. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. It's really fast. Um, anyway, so they go. Shivers, you talked to me about this chapter. Yeah, I was kind of texting Chris a lot about this chapter. <laughs> yeah, this is a funny one, yeah. Do you want to say why? Well, all right, so he mentions Shivers' talk. is It's a point of view of Shivers, and he's climbing up a, a building, and he talks about his balls the whole time. Yeah, and so this is one of the things where it's like, <laughs> okay, we've got the carnage, we've got all this stuff, this is hardcore, and yet every time we talk about balls, we're calling them fruits. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm up there with me fruits in the wind. Me like, fruits in the wind, and I might smash my fruits yeah. and smoot my fruits against my leg, and like, yeah. oh no, my fruits. And then fruits. he's like, at one point, like going over a statue, and he's like, it'd been a while since Shivers had had a lady's face yeah. in his fruits. <laughs> <laughs> it was like on the page like eight times. Yeah, oh yeah, and I think that's the one. There's a funny tweet from Joe Abercrombie where someone just like 
um, calls this book like a masterpiece. And he's mm. like, how can you call it a masterpiece when I said the word fruits eight times in a wow. page? Yeah. I like that he's self-aware. Oh, he, he's very, and he, like, if there's anything he does, every time I've listened to a podcast mm-hmm. of, or like interview of his, he mm-hmm. makes fun of himself the whole time. He's like, I can't believe these are even, like, people mm-hmm. are taking the, I'm just trying to write fantasy that's not fantasy. Mm-hmm. What is that even? So, yeah, mm-hmm. he's, anyway, he's very funny, I think, throughout the book. There's, I think like, so moments too. of super funny parts. Yeah, and he, ba- like, when we get to this, when we get to Casca yeah. and Sapani, which he's, will happen in 30 seconds, yeah. I loved, like, that brought the levity that I could mm-hmm. then continue to, to not want to be, like, yeah, like gets, think about, it's like, all dark and the dark murder. and dark. So, yeah, this one ends, they go and they kill Malthus, and it's super dark. It's so a, they mass murder this whole bank. They poison every ledger in the bank. Yeah, Morvir's absolutely a psychopath. Yeah, yeah, Morvir's. It's revealed through his internal monologue that he just the, the number doesn't matter. He just wants to get his the job done. Yeah, and he wants the money, and he also likes his own legend a lot. He, yeah, he's obsessed with his legacy. Mm-hmm, he wants to leave. He's like Castor Morvir, the best poisoner <laughs> in Styria. Like all um, this. So then, yeah, and you, but you also hear we get like the first hint of Monza's conscious being like yeah expressed publicly so oh, she's she she's almost really goes upset. and kills Morvir after this happens and Morvir's like well you whoa 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 like like why you, do you care you didn't say I couldn't kill everybody mm-hmm. and also he's like the, everyone keeps calling her the butcher of Capriel mm-hmm. Capriel's okay yeah. because that was like a city that she defeated and then instead of letting them surrender she killed everyone everyone inside. Yeah. All the mercenaries ran in and like killed and, and pillaged and raped mm-hmm. everybody. And so everyone's like, she is bad. Bad. So yeah. he's like, okay, why do you care? You killed babies. Yeah, you've killed the whole town. And she's like, she's kind of got like a reputation to, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. stick to. So she's like, well, fine. And then, yeah. so then they move on to kill the next person in there on their list. And they go Prince to Sapani. Ario. Yeah, oh, they sorry. go to Sapani and they're trying to kill Ario and Foscar, his mm, brother. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is like the Venice, yep. I would say, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, masquerades sure. and blah, blah, blah. And, excuse like, me, I, really, I had to burp. <laughs> I, I just had to do it. I couldn't hold it in. I was part of the canon. <laughs> That's a party city. So uh, Claire got drunk to I'm talk about Sapani. I'm blacked out. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a big party city. Like it's like Venice and Amsterdam. I feel like all yeah. rolled into one. It's a bunch of canals, and then but then like the mist and like He's, the yeah. We by the third page, it's like every character's like, did you know there's fog? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's this foggy little party city, and it they're having a big meeting of the minds. Like all of the League of Eight are coming um, mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. to discuss something and. It's like a fake. It's like a fake play for diplomacy. Yeah, they're all trying to stall Orso. Essentially, mm-hmm. it's a summit, and the king of the union is there, and mm-hmm. he's he's Orso's son-in-law. Or, Orso's daughter is, is the queen of the union. They're yes, they're married. So, the king of the union is there with his wife, who's Ario's sister. Yes, and there's then, a lot of like. Yeah. I'm always sunny in the mailroom <clears throat> with yarn, like yeah. losing my mind <laughs> yeah, moment yeah. here. So who is and who is and who is like, yeah. Eh. yeah, we we pick a lot of uh, books where there's just a ton of characters. I love it. Yeah. So anyway, they basically their plan is to throw a party because Ario is like a well-known mm-hmm. party hound where they basically disguise them all, themselves as the, uh, entertainment. the the entertainment in a brothel, in the best brothel in town, Cardotti's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so Monza, and oh, and there, we're introduced to two more characters yes. here. Yes, I loved, okay, Shiloh Vitari, mm-hmm. who's a torturer. Yeah, she was a torturer for the union. Mm, that, okay. Yeah, that's, okay. And that's why they, 
they talk about the cripple. She used to work for the cripple. She used to work for the cripple. Uh-huh. Okay, I like. Forgot She's that. a minor character in the first three books. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. It's yeah. always fun when they come back. Mm-hmm. Damn, I'm gonna read the first. And then three we meet Casca, who's also a minor character in the first three books, mm-hmm. and he's a drunk. He's yeah. a, he's a hammered mercenary who used to be Monza's boss. He's Monza's father figure, and yeah. he just so happens to be drunk in a ditch mm-hmm. where the torturer knows exactly where he is, yeah. and he can be recruited. And they recruit. So they recruit Vitari first. Mm-hmm. Vitari and Monza go and find this. They find Ario's harlot, basically. Ar- Ario's like headmistress. Yeah, his headmistress, who's like in charge of his harem. I don't know. Like, I feel like yeah, yeah like should they, yeah. Who knows? So they they poison her and they tell her, "We'll give you the antidote in a week if you don't help us plan this party where we're gonna kill your 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 Mister." Is that the opposite of a mistress? Bas- yeah, <laughs> your Mister <laughs> or your employer. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Well, okay, so. When you read this for the first time, because I know this is a second read for you, mm-hmm. like I immediately was like, I bet that poison's gonna be fake. Yeah, yeah. I I, I was like, well, that's the classic gambit. You know? Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm like, haven't any of these people read a book? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, actually, they haven't. Probably not. No, they don't know. Books are probably illegal in Styria. <laughs> so they plan this party and they recruit all these crazy people. They're gonna have a band and like a fire spitter and. Um, obviously, whores. And yeah, there's like, like hundreds of people that live in Sapani that are, you know, musicians and murderers. Yeah, it's just like you have to do both. That's what you do there, depending on the season. It's, you know, you're either those or you're a whore. Yeah, or you're a whore. Yeah, and so they plan this party, and um, Foscar and Ario show up, but um, it's revealed, no Foscar's not. It re- oh, they, it's revealed uh, quickly yeah, that yeah. it's not even Foscar. It's the King of the Union. Yeah. So all this extra security comes that they didn't expect. Yeah, they're always like, who are all these people in, like, heavy chain mail? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. So they they start the show, and there's, like, a band, and there's a fake fight between Shivers and this and guy, Greylock. Who's a Northman they recruited, and yeah. you know something's up with him. Yeah, because he's got the stink eye for Shivers. Yeah. And it's found out while they're fighting that Shivers helps kill his Greylock's brother, Earlier. In a war. Yeah, yeah, so this is like the first of many other characters having dead brothers. Yeah. Which at there's a certain point where I was like, was he just like, like I, I'm like curious as an author, like what point he was trying to make. He was like, I think everyone it's like rev- had a dead brother. Yeah, it's like there's revenge only- on revenge on revenge. Like whose revenge is most important? But I'm like, Joe must like have a brother that he's like, if anyone killed him, it would make me go insane. I'm going to write a book about how mad that would make me. <laughs> Essentially, because, like, no one's trying to avenge their parent or their sister. Like, no, by the end, like, almost every character yeah. has a dead brother. Well, that, oh, we forgot to mention that. That's what Shivers... Shivers is still trying to be a good man, and the words that capture him and make him kind of go from this quest to helping Monza, and mm. she goes, they killed my brother. And Shivers' brother had been killed. Yes, Shivers is a dead brother. And that was something that was tough for him because he never got the opportunity to take revenge on the man who killed no, his brother. No, he gave him mercy. Yeah. He, and then he re- kind of regrets it. Or yeah. he's trying to make it worth it. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. He's trying to be a, the better man. Yeah, so this is actually the second dead brother yeah, reveal. that we've heard about. So they get I wish f- I had an air horn. Dead brother reveal. So they get in a big old fight, and it quickly turns into a real fight. And then friendly... Friendly, someone insults Friendly's dice and the concept of numbers not lying. And yeah. so that freaks Friendly out and he splits someone's head open with a cleaver. So, and he, Friendly's in charge of like the gambling area. Yeah. So a whole brawl breaks out there with Friendly. At the Really, everything goes off the rails because yeah. Friendly's got mad about his numbers. Yeah, yeah that, well, because he's, pr- he's used to like being a convict. So they said that he was cheating. And I mm. think in safety, as is like kind of a trope with most 
like prisons or mm-hmm. gambling, illegal gambling. If you say someone's cheating, you better be able to like back, it, back up. it up. Yeah. So friendly was like, what the fuck did you just, I'm not cheating. And just without even thinking about it, goes back to full prison rules. And he kills this guy. And then meanwhile, uh, Shivers and Greylock's fight is turned completely bloody. Mm-hmm. And then there's a fire breather who lights himself on fire. Yeah, there's like, I will say, like, (laughs) there's some foreshadowing. There's some times where I'm like, oh, I wonder if this is foreshadowing. Yeah. And every single time, like, by the end of the book, I was like, oh, like, this person has, you know, the same face as this guy. Well, that's their twin brother for revenge. You know, it's just, it's right there. He really likes to put it out there. Mm -hmm. Because when they fire, they hire the fire breather. Yeah. And I think it was Shiloh's like, aren't you worried he's going to set the place on fire? And Nicola Costco's like, Uh, it'll be fine. fine. And it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. It's going to go up in flames. So basically what happens is, um, and then the plan to assassinate Ario is that Monza and Shiloh dress up like prostitutes because mm-hmm. they Monza knows and Shiloh know that his big kink is one brunette and one redhead or something. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then what, I missed that. But then so what it's happens really is our Ario doesn't go to the main place because the main guy there is... He's out, Ariel's outranked. Yeah, he gets outranked. So, so they the, give the, the they give like the the you know the the master bedroom mm-hmm. suite to the king, and the king gets the redhead and the brunette. Yeah, and they're immediately <laughs> like, oh shit, we can't kill the king. Like the king of the union. We're not here like to kill. He's big. the most powerful person in the world. So they're like, so Monza smokes opium with the king. She's like, why don't we get high? Yeah, and the king's like. And he's like, your, your wife's a lesbian. Yeah, yeah. She's like, sweet and, dreams, your wife is gay. And so they <laughs> they smoke together and Monza pieces out Yeah, and tells him his wife is gay. And then so here's a little reveal for you. That guy is the main central character of the first three books. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So much about him I don't know. Mm-hmm. But so anyway, she like stumbles out and goes to, Ar- finds Ariel's room stabs him mm-hmm. after he's like oh you've got a crippled hand like, yeah he's like okay i'm into that like and so she's short, he's short her memory like yeah is terrible because oh this, yeah this whole book happens in the case of a year and it's like yeah. oh remember when you helped kill a woman and you you kind of stomped on her hand yeah he's like actually mm, no for i that. don't but he was drunk oh yeah he's at that drunk. first scene but anyway she stabs him in the groin and then the throat and then tosses him out into the main area of the party subtlety so, ruined no not all so basically shivers and those guys are fighting friendly starting to kill everybody a guy is lit on fire <laughs> one of the musicians takes his mandolin and and smashes it over somebody and it's there's an axe on, in the in the body of the mandolin and then the guest of honor falls and splats in the middle of it all and then the whole place just catches on fire it was like it's I, chaos I, I feel beautiful. like he was having fun writing this. oh my god like he's like ooh, and then yeah and, and like ronco like run, is lights himself on fire runs into a wall and then falls down <laughs> yeah. it's so it's just like slapstick it's comedy yeah, yeah it's a yeah it's it's like a slapstick brutal scene <laughs> and then meanwhile costco's like can't be bothered he's, he's like, like this is great he's like this is what we wanted yeah. so, so they kill ario and barely escape shivers like uh, ends oh, up. and Shivers and Monza have had sex once. Oh already, yeah, they they banged when um, Morvir was sneaking into the bank trying to poison yeah. everything. So we find out they're banging. So Shivers is like has another. In- he got a crush on Monza. Yeah, so he she's goes. A fine and, woman. He goes and saves her when she's <laughs> in like a nice opium den yeah. in the top of the flaming building, and he tosses them out the build out the back of the the 
whorehouse this scene, into at this a, point, uh, my brain was so overloaded with what was happening. I was like, okay, they're in one place now. Yeah, like, you put it down for like at least a day after this scene. Like, God, <laughs> like, I have a hangover. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Also, all right. And then at this point, I guess we we just go through it. I mean, I mean, I okay. I really, I really like the pacing of this. How you're just kind of like it's picking up steam at this point. And I was yeah. like, oh my god, yeah. Like all my morals are out the window. Yeah. I want to see her Fucking kill everyone. Kill everybody, we but better. I also felt like, I mean, at this point, I'm like, okay, what's gonna happen when we get to Fosker? Because yeah. he's kind of a sympathetic character. He ran out when they were killing mm-hmm. Benna. He said, I want nothing to do with this. Yeah. Yeah, and so he's out, and then we get introduced to a new character, right? Shanked? Yeah. So he's like this assassin fella. He's cool. Yeah, and we don't know who he is, and he's sent to kill Monza because um, Orso has found out that she's alive and that his son is dead. So they hire a bunch of assassins. So now... We have like another kind of movie trope in here. First, it's like the Ocean's Eleven meets Murder Revenge, and now it's like... The team of assassins. The team of assassins. May the best one win. Yeah, like, yeah. Kind of thing. So, so that's another sub. That's like plotline C, I suppose. Plotline L. Yeah, L. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're on to the next person to kill, which is Ganmark, Ganmark who, who is the openly homosexual general from mm, queer representation. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's one of the things they say at the beginning. They're like, yeah, he's a great general. He got kicked out of the army for like being gay. Like, fucking men. We don't care. Like this is Styria. Like, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. That's they, like the nice thing you can do yeah that's the best thing that happened at Asteria yeah <laughs> everything's horrible but at least they're kind of woke yeah. like, <laughs> they have a season of war but uh you can fuck who you want okay a little bit of criticism here I read the extras in the book and he talks about how he wanted to write a female character mm-hmm. like have a lead which I think he did a good job of yeah but I do think he just completely sidesteps and any sort of like meaningful interrogation of gender politics in his world. Right. Like, he, like there's times when Monza's like, yeah, I have to be like, I can't be like chill with the guys. I have to be like an asshole because yeah. I'm a woman, which is like, makes sense for the style of writing because it's just her POV. But I was kind of curious, like we meet only one other female soldier and mm-hmm. like where there's almost, and there's like other women in, in there who are like tortures and involved in violence. So sure. and it just made me curious to be like, well, how else does everyone like in the world, see it like. Um, well, like Styria is like the most egalitarian place. I'd okay. Say. Okay. And I think like in the Union, there's very like structured like mm. women are women and men are. It's like a. It's like the old. It's like old very patriarchal. Style. Yeah, yeah, old yeah. style of thinking. In the North, they don't give a shit. Okay. It's just like if you can swing a sword, mm-hmm. we'll we'll do it. Like there's one of the warriors <laughs> up there. Her name is Wonderful, and she's Aww, like. I love I love the yeah. names. They're mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, they, I love those too. They're really fun. Um, okay, cool. But yeah, you're right. He does, and 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 in writing a female lead, he just basically kind of he makes her very masculine. I mean, she's, th- that's she's, kind of she's got a lot of like male qualities for sure. Yeah, and what I was thinking at the end was like, I felt like, don't be mad at me. I don't know. But if he, <laughs> if this character was a man, nothing about the there would be like barely any change. barely anything would be change yeah. like the sex would be different and there would be like a handful of lines where she'd be even more of a cooler book though because she he'd be because boys shivers. are cool well, no, oh he'd yeah be no. banging shivers the whole true, time there'd true. be a bunch of gay sex instead of straight <laughs> sex <laughs> well i just I, so i think to me it's like reading so much fantasy mm-hmm. it, it gets a little like okay yes we have quote-unquote representation but like I want to see it go a little farther. Right, right. If your character, but like, I don't know. I mean, that's just my bone to pick with it, or like an observation. It doesn't. Yeah, 
I get you. He he wrote a female lead, and uh, it doesn't matter that she's a woman. It doesn't matter really that she's a woman. But does that matter? You know, yeah. to go real meta. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'd say he'd probably like defend it, being like, "Well, she would make a lot more different decisions, and probably be like chummier with the people close to her mm. and stuff like that if she was like a." A yeah, man. that's a good point because he does kind of nail like her, the, or the character. Conti- she makes a couple remarks, but mm-hmm. about how she's a woman in power and kind of has to be. Yeah, but you is. know, like given the world, it's like okay. There's probably other instances that would be form like for me being a woman. I'm like okay, so she's around all these soldiers. Who, how many did she have to kill because they tried to like hook up with her right, or like yeah. assault her or whatever? Yeah, you know, yeah. like she's very um, above it all. Yeah, like she's a female, but she's. In the way that it's not talked about, it makes it almost seem untouchable, uh-huh. which doesn't track with the to me the the rest of the way he wrote the world. Yeah, because it's all real, 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 real. Yeah, exactly. And then she's kind of this pinnacle of uh, like, like power and confidence. Yeah, so I felt like there's more there, but regardless. No, I get you. It's a it's a good, and all right, well, yeah, it's a good. Joe, it's, it's a good call analysis. Me. Yeah, <laughs> Joe, Joe, come on the podcast. Come on the podcast. Defend, defend your shit. Um, <laughs> Uh, Sorry. Right, so yeah, he, now we're at Gamark, right? They're at Gamark in Visserine, which is we're like doing like a, a world tour of Styria. Yeah, also. which is great too. I loved that style. Me too. They went to different, basically all the different cities in the League of Eight or whatever. So Visserine is kind of like a, like a open, kind of nice. It seems like it's a nice little quaint. Uh, I'm like thinking city. Rome. Yeah, I'm, yeah, or something. Yeah, I've literally like never on, been there. On, <laughs> like on a river. Yeah, like it's beautiful. It's, yeah, and so. They go and um, they know that Viserine is like the next place that Duke Orso will be so that they, mm-hmm. they know that the general is going to be there. So their plan is to be inside the city when the city falls, which is like a crazy it plan. It is so risky. They're yeah. like, we are going to the battlefield. He will show up. He's we'll addicted to paintings. We'll be on the losing side. Yeah. yeah. They're gonna, we're going to go where the paintings are. Yeah. So this is a big turning point. Stop for shivers, basically. Cause Sweet baby shivers. They're in the middle of having sex. Mm-hmm. And then these... The um the people from Viserine, like the guards, the police yeah, arrest the, them essentially and accuse them of being spies. spies because they were holed up in a like a safe house of Monza's that she went in there and there were squatters and she let the squatters stay because yeah, be- she's kind of trying to be a better person maybe. Yeah. And then the squatters, you know, betray them. Betray them and um, Shivers gets his eye burnt out. Oh my God! This scene, like, okay, when I'm t- talking about how I'm like sensitive, yeah. I I was like I can't. Yeah. Stop thinking about that scene. It like gets that's me. when I had to take a break because yeah. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like her panic, thinking that she was going to be like the next one burnt or something. Oh my like god! That he wrote that really terrifyingly well. Visceral. Yeah. Oh my god! It like made me a, like. Oh, I was just like, "Ew, ew!" Oh my god, this is so bad. Like yeah, where she's like, she always thought she'd be tougher in this kind of situation, but she just immediately is just like. He really folds. nails the yeah. yeah the like humiliation that comes with experiencing like. I assume pain like that. Yeah, pain or near death and stuff like that. Yeah. So anyway, we can just we can we can cruise right. No, by no, it. no. I think it was a good. I mean, it's it, important, it, but it's not like it's it's just basically shivers goes from being an optimist. He gets his eye burnt out, and he's completely changed. He's clearly like gets so much PTSD from this moment. Yeah. He's in physical pain, and I thought it was this scene really stuck with me also because I felt like it makes them almost. Like moral, com- I don't know if it's a moral commentary, but like you know, they're saved essentially because Nikola Koska showed up to have dinner with the Duke. Everyone thought he couldn't yeah. get in by saying like, "Yeah, I'm here in town." The Duke's actually like, "Come on in! Come oh, on where in. are your friends? Oh, they're I getting tortured. Yeah. Let's go get them!" And yeah. it's just kind of like 
the banality of violence that like Shiver's life is ruined. He's lost an eye for 30 seconds of a misunderstanding. And, and they're all like, you'll get over it, buddy. Yeah, like, sorry about like, the misunderstanding. Yeah, and it's like, in, you know, it's kind of one of those like blink of an instant, this mm -hmm. guy's life will change or whatever mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for the worse. And had they walked faster down the hallway, like maybe he would have had yeah. his eye. That's where my mind went. Truly, yeah. Had had Casca gone to had had they just believed Casca? Yeah. And he gone would, with him and, and been like, oh well, let's at least try your plan to get yeah. into into the into the like the palace because you're you used to be famous. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, so they she, he's lost his mind and their plan ends up like coming to fruition. Like they their plan's kind of wild, but. It works. Ganmark comes straight for Duke Salia, is his name, right? Sa Salier. Sa yeah, Sa Salier. Salier. Yeah, Sa Salier of, of Viserine. He was a fun character. Yeah, this big fat art, uh, art, guy. art guy. And they spring a trap on Ganmark. And this is kind of a, when it comes to your point at the very beginning where her, her uh, getting thrown down a mountain yeah. and being arguably like disabled it mm -hmm. doesn't affect she's able to duel someone who's known as like the greatest swordsman in the in yeah. the world and maybe like, keep her shit and keep her shit together although he like could he could have killed her like a couple times but he's kind of a gloating mm -hmm. arrogant bastard mm -hmm. and then Casca comes in and they end up like fighting him together fighting him together is you know, father daughter situation, yeah. and they drop a big old statue on him. The melodrama in this scene was also high. He gets impaled by the very statue that he was that there he... to claim. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this like very rare statue. He gets killed by it. Casca basically. He gets a death wound. Yeah, he gets a wound to the gut, and we think he's dead. And then <laughs> your note on this chapter is: Meanwhile, Shivers is maybe crazy now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and then there's also a moment where Shivers is like killing a bunch. of like when they spring the trap, there's still a bunch of like soldiers around Ganmark, mm -hmm. and basically Shivers kills like 15 people in a hallway. Yeah. Meanwhile, telling everybody he is death, like screaming, yeah. "I am the great leveler!" Like I am, like so he's lost. It. He's like laughing the whole time. Like he's lost it. He's, he's lost it. And violence is clearly an, an outlet or an answer for his nuttiness. So he, so yeah, they and, kill Ganmark and Casca dies. And also. When the chapters go to Shivers POV, it's like I kind of realized at the end, you know, he starts off by quoting or to himself like all the noble guys that he fought with, and at the end he's just like, "The Bloody Nine did this, and the Black Dow did this." Yeah. And it's like those are the people That's that what he I said do now. he was his villains in the beginning. So yeah. you see his moral allegiance is like. Shift. Oh, that's a great point. Yeah, I never even thought about that. Yeah, I'm pretty smart, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good point from Claire. Surprising. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we lose Casca, and then Friendly is basically like, short at, shortly after, while they're like on their way to their next town, Friendly's like, I'm out. I'm out as well. Yeah. And then Friendly walks down the road. I feel like in the book, it's like he literally walks half a block. Yeah, I know. And, and then Casca's like, What's up, my boy? <laughs> I'm not dead. I'm not dead. Pretty crafty of me. And then um, Shanked is revealed. Oh, that's a really cool scene. Yeah. Kind of. It was before this chronologically, but where he kills everyone in Sajan's. Oh yeah, he can like put, he can put his whole finger through someone's eyeball. Yeah, he's so it's clearly revealed he's got some some powers and. Uh, He's got some magical powers. He's got some magical he powers. He can like stop time or something. Yeah. Basically. I, kinda, I reread that part where he rips Jam's heart out like mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah. Because I was like, what the hell just happened? And is it revealed what he does with the bodies afterwards yet? Or no? no not yet. No. Yeah. 
so, so yeah, that's super cool. The, the way that scene works, some guy flips a coin up, and then while the coin is slowly spinning, he's super speeding all around the mm-hmm. war room, mm-hmm. like breaking people in half just by being like, and they yeah. like just, yeah, anyway. Um, then what do we have? Ne- oh, yeah, then the next guy is, oh, and then after we lose Friendly and... Costco, there's another Shanked scene where Shanked kills all the mercenaries or the yeah, assassins. Yeah, kills all the other assassins. So we're like, what's Shanked's deal? Yeah, he kind of has something going on. And then he also doesn't, well, he just misses Monza and Shivers, yeah. who are still boning. And it's revealed at the end after he kills all the assassins, he takes he eats. He takes one of the people's legs to eat. So he's... He get hungry. He's a cannibal. He's cannibal which is, time murderer. Which is, this is a part, when I read this, I was like, fuck. This is kind of important to know. Mm. It's revealed in the first series. You that can tell me. When you eat the f- flesh of men, that's where magic comes from. Oh basically. my God. I yeah. hate this world. Yeah. I don't want to live <laughs> well, that, here. That's like where one of the, that's oh, one of the one sources. Of them? Yeah. So, okay. so he's called an eater, an eater. And I see. so, so basically you can, an eater like gives you long life and you can move uh, fat, real fast I and see. super strength basically. Okay. Interesting. And so all it takes is eating a person. Yeah. Hannibal vibes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. And also at this point, the Shiloh, the torture, she leaves. She's, she's like, out she's too. like, this is too political. Mm-hmm. And then it really does shift into full politics. Yeah. Cause she allies then with, with Duke Regant, yeah. the hot Duke who, okay. Best line in the book, in my opinion, is when she shows up to meet him everyone's being an asshole to her because she led the armies killing their people yeah and she spits on one guy yeah and then they all all the all the attendees leave and she has a one-on-one with duke regant and he's like you need to be a little nicer and blah 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 she's like oh you lucky you're lucky i didn't spit on you and he was like if i was him i would have asked for more spit <laughs> yeah yeah i was like, like oh weird <laughs> so he's weird <laughs> i was like he's he's horny he wants to have sex with monza Please he spit wants, on me monza he wants to be dommed by monza yeah yeah so then <laughs> so basically they come up with a trap where they are going to like lure in faithful carpy who's her old lieutenant yeah. who helped kill yeah. her and um she was he was the one who like finally stabbed her um, while the trap's being sprung, Day and Morvir get in a little fight. Oh my god, this is also shit. I feel like the yeah. book's action just gets exponentially more packed. More packed. Yeah. Like, I can't believe we were what? We were almost at an hour and we still have like. We still have a little bit to go. Should we do a second part? No, I feel like we, I want to do it in one. Let's keep rolling. All right, yeah. is that okay with you, Christine? All right. Shout out to Christine. Shout out uh, to Christine, our <laughs> producer. Um, so, uh, yeah, so Day and Morvir, um, Morvir basically tries to serve them a meal. None of them take the meal because who would take a meal from a poisoner? That's kind of the last straw for him. He's like, we're super underappreciated. What do you think about going over to Orso? And earlier in the book, yeah, Monza's like, Monza watch was out. Be like, watch out. He's going to try to betray me for Orso. So Day tries to poison him with a the king of poisons. Yeah, which also reveals to be a trick that Morvir created so his apprentice wouldn't have all the secrets. So yeah. it's not even a poison, it's, it's just water. water. Yeah, so and then he he kills her. I know, I was bummed. I was yeah. like, I want like a little more girl power. Yeah, I want I know, Day and Monza like to be on a team together. And the way she's killed is pretty sad. He like nicks her with a little yeah. what he thinks what she says is like a little poisoned razor and then and then he's like, "Here, take the anecdote." And then that's the real poison. 
Yeah. So, so he's like, okay, I he's think he's a I'll, psychopath. Yeah, he's he's like, oh, I'm just like, no one appreciates me. And I'm like, yeah, you're evil murderer. Yeah. Like you love to poison people. That's the only thing you like to do. He's a, I don't know, it's like a narcissistic sociopath yes. for sure. Yes. I think. They all need therapy. Yeah. Oh, oh, bad. Okay, the first thing I texted Chris about this entire book was Monza needs a foam roller. Like the way <laughs> yeah. he was describing her physical therapy, yeah. physical therapy in quotes. Yeah. In the beginning, of the book, I was like, oh my god, like Ow. her her fascia is really tight. Yeah. Like she. Her her IT band yeah. is getting calcified for sure. <laughs> she needs to do some yin yoga. <laughs> yeah. if it, you know, say drop in the comments if you like to do yin yoga. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if and if you could tell me what it is, that yeah, would I won't be cool. tell. It's a you lie around anyway. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good. So they they spring a trap on Carpy and there's like it's kind of a cool. They're like, yeah. we really haven't had a chase scene yet. So they do it a horse chase scene mm -hmm. and they end up fighting next to like a water wheel and this is the worst death for me he I gets think. the saruman two towers movie edition yeah. treatment they he gets his cape gets sucked up in a water wheel and he just gets kind of slowly, slowly drowned. drowned and drowned and dr like comes and, like, up impaled. for air and then drowned yeah and then yeah is he impaled on I something i feel like he's impaled that's why i went saruman because remember he falls he gets, off yeah, and he gets and impaled then, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, so that that seemed like the worst death to me, like to get like slowly dr drowned like that. Yeah, I wouldn't like that. Drowned not a word, but anyway. it is now. So she, he's killed, and then they, um, then they're the most. Im I think the an important flashback happens at the beginning of every part. They go back and show little mm -hmm. vignettes of Benna and Monza, and no sex between them. No sex between what them. The, what the hell? And it's revealed that um, they did actually steal this gold. That's that, been funding. Her that's whole been revenge. funding the whole thing, and it's also revealed that well, that, and at the very beginning, that's like one of the reasons she was killed. Is like, where's this gold? Where's all that gold? Yeah, you never gave us the gold, and they're like, there never was any gold, and it's revealed she's been lying the whole time. Mm -hmm. And so now, I think in the flashback, you know, the character of Benna, we're getting more revealed, and he's not that great. Mm -mm, like no, he's he, a bad he dude. set up. He's not, you know, going out and fighting, but he's kind of like this nasty little behind the scenes. Evil schemer. And he kill he promises this merchant and his family freedom, instead kills him and steals Takes all his all gold. Yeah. And he's he also set up Monza to take over the Thousand Swords, which is the name of the mercenary group, mm -hmm. which is why in her and Casca, the old captain who was an alcoholic, had yeah. a falling out. Yep. And so you're kind of like Most of her power okay. moves are his power moves. Yeah, and, and she, she's just the face of them. And she pays the price. And it's kind of like her and Shivers, morally, are actually pretty similar, Yeah. where they're continually trying to have a conscience in this really fucked up world. Mm -hmm. But she's continually said yes to all these things that Ben has done because he's her brother, she loves him, yeah. and she can't afford to like lose, get, him. lose, lose him or lose face. Yeah, and, and I, her reputation is kind of all she has at, yeah. at that point. And I kind of like, I was like, damn, I really, well, we'll get to this in the end, I suppose, but I really wanted Shivers and Monza to have like a real ass conversation mm -hmm. because they have all these things going on inside them that are similar, but they never, you know, no. he doesn't give us that little treat because no. emotional intelligence is not a core part of this the, world. And the world, and or this world. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, true. I am on the dating apps and I <laughs> can tell you, you are correct. It's barely there. It's barely there. Yeah. Okay, well, so. Yeah, so now we're getting to like, the the, big, it's kind of like, oh my God, she's gonna kill them all, and they have this huge battle. Yeah, where they, where Foscar is the general of the opposing army. Yes. And, um, oh, and this is an important, there's an important part where um, 
after this, uh, uh, she tries to go because she. The reason she's allied with Rogan is she's promised to be able to get the thousand swords. Yes. and then she goes to Casca, and Casca says, nah, baby, these are mine. <laughs> yeah, he's the captain already, and oh, is that a big chunk of money from yeah, Tukorso yeah, in yeah. his so, tent? Yes. So he's betrayed her completely, yeah. and um, not that she deserves anything less. And um, this battle starts where it's um, Orso, uh, or so Foscar, who's Orso's forces. Orso's forces commanded by his only remaining son mm-hmm. and Casca against uh, Monza and her new ally, Duke Rogan. Yeah. And then the battle starts and it's revealed that Casca has taken even more money from... The Gurkish. From the Gurkish slash Rogan. And that's an important thing to note too is the Gurkish are like the opposing force behind everything that... Yeah, so... The, the, the union does, right? Yeah, yeah. So obviously I've only read one book, but this is the moment where you're kind of like, oh, Styria is just like a play battle scene for the Gurkish Empire versus, versus the, the union. union. Yeah. They're they're always trying to fight each other, mm-hmm. and so they're kind of meddling, and yeah. they both have a lot of money. So the right? union, yeah, the union is backing Orso, and the Gurkish are backing Rogant. And so they gave a lot more money to the Thousand Swords, yeah. and also interpersonally, yeah. the Carlot, Carlot? Yeah, Carlot Den Carlot, Carlot Den Eider. Carlot Den Eider shows back up in Duke Rogan's court yeah. and she's trying to get in with Shivers, who is blaming Monza for everything that happened to his yeah. eye. So they have like a pretty big divide. And she plants some seeds and basically reveals the what we thought the whole time. That she reveals that Shivers or sorry, that Monza and Benno were, were both. Yes, okay, well here's the thing. This and that is six shivers out. Yeah. yeah, he's like, ew, but oh god, she's sorry, still what, hot. No, I saying? was gonna say, like, this was not giving the emotional weight it needed. Like he brings it up to Monza later and she's like, eh, that's none of your business. And I was yeah. like, No, no, like no. I need to know a little bit I guess that's what I want in the story, is like I wanted to know like what like uh, some like reveal or her talking yeah. about like why they started hooking up at all yeah, or like she doesn't even really confirm it and to me it's like okay if you're gonna have incest in your book like you know go full George R. R. Martin like tell let's, us why let's get explain the emotional baggage behind that yeah, yeah. like yeah. like that there was that was such a big reveal and then there was like no weight to it I was like sure yeah I get okay. you yeah it's a little lame it's it's a da- it's a it's a down note for sure. Because it's a huge reveal. Yes, and then I she's agree. like, "Fuck off!" Like, and it's like, okay, "Don't even but, bother me about but that." Did she? Yeah, yeah. You I know, think she did. and I think she does, obviously. Yeah. But well, so then, so basically, there's a big battle, and Shivers during the battle saves Monza, but you can tell he's very like it's conflicted. Weird. And then also, these forces that Rogan has allied with uh, the the, the show up. Mm-hmm. So there's a big battle, and Orso's forces are defeated. Yeah, it's a rout. They're, it's they a get, rout. They're running away. They're dying. They're, they thought they were just going against Rogan, and they end up going against the Thousand Swords, the Sipanese, and Rogan. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and then what? What is there's something that big happens? They oh. get Fosker. Oh, and then there's a big sex scene right after too. Oh yeah, a little switcheroo. Yeah, okay, he loves parallels. He loves having like these. Yeah. <laughs> He loves being like, look how smart and clever I am. I know, it's a little, yeah. and it's like, come on. Yeah, okay. yeah. I get right. you. I get you. I, I don't know why I love it. I'm like, yeah, be heavy-handed with that it, stuff. It, yes, that's the word. Yeah. It is so heavy-handed. Yeah, I'm like, I don't need subtlety. Just just do it. Basically, there's a switcheroo. You think they're having sex like you think with each other, with each other but Shivers is fucking Carlet Van Eater. And Carlet Van Eater? Okay, that's fine. That's a fun, that was a terrible. Fun, that was a fun and, Chicago pronunciation. <laughs> Carlot Van Eater. 
Oh my god, best hot dogs. And then Monza is fucking Duke Rogrant, who fulfills my expectations and is like, hurt me. Please Monza spit in my mouth. Yeah, yeah, piss on me. And I was like, she's this like, I gotta is go so piss. And he's funny. like, I'd say that's a waste of good piss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But truly, they have the exact same conversation. Each couple has the exact same conversations about like, either killing Shivers or killing Monza. Yeah, and it's and Shivers is like, huh, maybe I will. And Monza's like, don't even ever bring that up ever again. Yeah, like, see, this is why I want you. them to have a little condo. I, I know, I know. I think it's beautiful, to tell you the truth. I think it's well written because it's so like... It's fun. Well, it's just what the what happens in the real world. No one, A lot of people have unspoken stuff between them that if yeah. they just said it, it would God. change things and and books wow okay is this gray's fucking anatomy well, books like, all <laughs> books always those conversations always happen that's true and, and he's and not the, letting it happen for yeah, a reason and the, the reader it's frustrating but sometimes i think people hate that feeling mm. that as a reader but i was like you know what yeah that's good i guess i can accept like you it. can you could you don't you don't you can uh leave it out if you want like that's it's just i don't know i think it was a device no, you're right. anyway so shivers kills foscar yeah, Monza hesitates to kill Foscar when they get him. Because he's and, like, I didn't want to do any of this. I'm and a, I'm he's, a nice he's guy. crying. He's like, I loved Ben. And then, Fo- and then <laughs> Shivers like beats him to death. And Monza's yeah. like, okay. All right. Well, there's that. I guess we're on to the next one. And then we find out that Shanked, Shanked is actually Vitari's husband. husband. Yeah. Okay, horny. So, they have three kids together. Yeah, so it's basically revealed that Shanks probably not trying to kill Monza. No, he's not, he's not really a Monza. threat anymore. Yeah, and he, but he's still... For some reason, interested, and then we also find out in another flashback, a pretty important one, that um, Benna is the reason Monza has the yes. name the Butcher of Capriol because he got high, and the mercenaries didn't have a leader, and they just did what yeah they sacked the savage city. people do yeah, and that is why Benna sucks. And also, you Shivers has a flashback where he he talks about why his brother sucks, and he's yeah. like. I'm, you know, everyone's torn up about their brother, and then turns out all their, their brothers, brothers were even, assholes. Yeah. Like Shiver's brother abused him. Benna like used Monza to do whatever he wanted. He had no conscience. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and so it's kind of just hammering in over and over, like doing things like the pointlessness of revenge. It's right? for the idea of it rather than the actual yes context or it's all posturing. This is t- all about toxic masculinity. Mm, isn't everything? <laughs> Isn't everything Joe does? Um, I majored in sociology and painting. Can you tell? Look at Joe's. Face. Yeah, Joe's Joe's um you headshot. Want some toxic masculinity. <laughs> he's, he's like, Here you go, love. This you is go. the Great British Bike Golf. Here you go, love. Oh, God, and my the, accent's terrible. And the beginning of the big battle is also reveals revenge subplot X at oh this God. point, in which Casca is now going to kill all of the gent the oh, his yeah. captains that betrayed him to Monza. Pe- people, okay. Joe loves to write action scenes mm-hmm. like that's the only explanation all action scenes <laughs> so he kills that guy in a little uh, game of stab your stab each other which this was a funny line to me where um he stabs a guy and then friendly just stabs the other guy in the yeah, room yeah. and he's like well why did you do that and he's like i was just following your lead i like, know it's that, so funny that part's really funny and this begins a honestly pretty funny they're like a hilarious duo. Yeah, I love Casca. Like, if if you have so far, like, God, this book feels like you are being dragged through a field of glass mentally. Well, yeah. you have Nicola Casca yeah, <laughs> to, to make like, you laugh. Well, we were drunk the whole time. Yeah, yeah, and he's so funny. I love the way he writes him. Okay, let's, let's try and do, like, the last bit. Because I, I yeah. still want to play our games. Okay. The last act. So, yeah, and then 
And then, all right, sorry, I have to add this again. So okay, it's okay. another revenge on this. Is more Veer is contracted by Duke Orso yes. to kill seven men of his own or seven and people of his own, yes. which is the, Every the head crew. of state and Monza. Yeah. Which, psych, Monza's a head of state yeah. in the last chunk of the book. After this battle mm-hmm. and after Orso's forces are defeated, she walks into Talon's, Orso's technical seat of power, and gets crowned the Duchess of Talon. She's greeted like a hero. Yeah, because Orso is basically off in his retreat that's outside the city, Fantasamo. Mm-hmm. Fantasamo. And uh, yeah, so she's uh, she's royal now. Yeah, and she's royal and has mixed fo- feelings about it and mm-hmm. gives a really short speech and you kind of get like a little bit of a taste of who she's going to be as a ruler yeah. when she's making her own decisions, when she doesn't have Benna yeah. to kind of she's force like, her to do this. P- peace, maybe? And everyone's like, Everyone's ah! like, yeah, everyone's like, this rocks. And, oh my God. you know, she seems like, I think it's cool. She seems like she's got it, you know, obviously it's not going to go that way. Like, she's Mm-mm. not, she's still going to be her. But, you know, she is going to kind of get a little look out for the common man. Yeah, yeah, because she is, she was the common man. And life is so miserable in this fucking hellhole. It's like, where is the DSA? Yeah. Like, <laughs> where's the socialist movement? <laughs> so, so they go up to... This is the last and final person for them to kill the big boy Duke Orso. Yeah. And um, they they're he's holed up in his his Infantazamo and the thousand swords are laying siege and um, they go blow up the castle wall and or and Casca kills another one of his uh, one of his little capitans one of his captains in the in the thing and then this is a cool, crazy scene you text me in all caps about it Morvir poisons the crown that they're going to use to crown Rogant with, uh-huh. and everybody dies except Monza. Because all of the heads of state are crowning him, and guess what? Monza's wearing gloves to cover up her crippled hands. Yes, and it's a contact poison. It's a win for ableism, yeah. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, so, so she, that's another, that we needed a win. Oh, uh, God, <laughs> God, God, that's problematic. Sorry. But uh, she's, no, she's just like, I don't want to see the hands. Yeah, and so um, everybody's dead. Everybody dies except Monza, so... Basically, within the turn of a week, she goes from being a royal for the first time to being one of two royals in all of Styria. It's her and the guy she's trying to kill. And she shows up at the palace. Yeah. She barely makes it through Friendly, and Friendly saves her. Shivers finally snaps and is like, yeah. I will feel better if I kill you. I yeah. want my eye back. And she's like, bro, you're annoying as hell. And then Shivers is like, I'm here to protect you. And then they duel. No, Friendly. Friendly, sorry. They have uh, a big duel. That's a good duel that I didn't know I wanted to see. Oh, my God. It was really good. That yeah. was a really fun fight scene. Super cool. Orso and her finally face off, and we find out that fucking Benna mm-hmm. was making deals behind Monza's back and was actually planning to betray Orso. Yeah, yeah. And then Orso finds out that Monza didn't know. Yeah. Monza kills him anyway. Yeah. And this was, again, my criticism. This needed more emotional weight. I like, loved how it didn't. My, Because the just like the little, like, <sighs> like okay, him dying she's so was exhausted. She's so exhausted by the end of it that she's like, and then she achieves her goal, and then she realizes it doesn't make her feel anything. Okay, I liked that part. Yeah. But I like her realizing that everything that happened was Benno's oh, fault. Oh, right. That that's part. that's the part where I was oh, like, Oh, I thought you meant her killing Orson. Oh no, I thought that was perfect. Yeah. And he's just like, Oh, that's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I love it's it. It's cute. It's disappointing for both of them. Yeah. And so I. But thought, yeah, her realizing that the person she did all this for didn't want, didn't have her interests in her in his mind ever at all. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I wanted to. Yeah, she to should have, have been a little weight. more swimming in in a under an ocean of realization there. Yeah, like that needed payoff because Ben has been so important this whole fucking time. Yeah, and like to for her to just 
do this whole thing for this guy that sucks and not have like two one or two passing and she's just like oh, that's been a yeah, I'm gonna so kill right. you now yeah you you're know? so right yeah that should have been a huge slap in the face so and that, she just kind of took it and was like yeah huh, well, it didn't fit yeah especially because she like has all these kind of room you know she has these moments of like wondering if it's all worth it and, yeah. and for that to be present there I was really disappointed and then it, it's revealed it wasn't worth it and that, yeah. that, that's that gotta hit you harder than it did in the I book I agree okay I, I agree with you and so yeah, the the whole book wraps up, and, and oh, and uh, and um, we'll skip the epilogue. Yeah, it's basi- satisfying. Basically, it's a good ending. It's a nice, it's a nice ending. Monza is uh, the, the leader. Shivers is going back to the north. She's she kind of does mercy and gives him a ri- yeah. Gives she him gives him, him Benna's ring. ring. Yeah, because she's like, fuck this. I don't want this to see this anymore. Yeah. And then um, I wouldn't say everyone lives happily ever after, but. Uh, some people live. Some people live. And Shiloh Vitari is part of Monza's like... Ministry. Inter- yeah, she's like the minister of secrets, basically. Yeah, that's cool. And then there's a really important scene at the very end, basically, where um, Shanked is Revealed. kind of the, the man behind Monza's throne. And, and he fucking saved her ass. Yeah, He's oh, the creepy he, bone guy. Yeah. He was never going to eat her. That's he a huge to, reveal, too. He yeah. wanted to save her. He's kind of an X factor. Mm-hmm. And... And then, She's kind of set up for having like some sort of semblance of a yeah. of a rule that might might work. Well, and then it's it's revealed that basically the Gurkish come in and they try to give them money and say we'll back you. She says no, and she says no, and then the Union come in and say we'll back you too, and then she says no, and Shanked kind of comes out from behind and goes, uh, "We are now the third player in the world. There's not just two big yeah. major powers." And then there's some moment there with the guy from the Union. And oh, he's shanked. an eater. They recognize each other. Yeah, that was really cool. And they're both eaters, basically. They're both that guy who we meet. He's the man behind the throne in the Union. Mm-hmm. And then Ishri, who's like mm-hmm. that weird, turns her head like this. <laughs> okay, she's terrifying. she's the woman behind the throne in Gurkle. So yeah. Okay, so, kill fuck Mary. I'm cutting okay, you off. Love it. I'm cutting love you it. off. Yeah, sorry. I just love this <laughs> world. I can like, talk Claire, about it forever. Here are the other things in this book Claire, that were Claire, really Claire, good. Claire, is it politics? Is it po- but it is an important part. I hear you, but you're right. Okay, uh, Mary, fuck, kill, go. Okay, um, Mary, Monza, fuck, shit. No, Mary Shivers, fuck, Monza, kill everyone else. They're all dead. They're yeah. all dead. <laughs> That's it. I think uh, Shivers could be a nice family man. Yeah. I would probably marry Shivers too. Yeah, he's a sweet he's boy. Nice. He, I would marry Shivers. And try to show him all the good things in the world. Yeah. Um, I take him right to EMDR therapy. He, he's a great character. And then... Who'd you fuck? I would... Uh, I think I would fuck Carla Dan Ida. And she's a professional. She's a professional. <laughs> yeah. And she's... I, you know, we got a little peek into what that would be like. And that oh. seems fun. <laughs> and then... <laughs> and then... Um, kill... Oh, more. I'd fuck the Duke, too. I'd spit in his mouth. Oh, Why yeah. not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> we just high fived, uh, and then Claire almost punched the microphone for episode two in a row. All right, well we'll be back. Well, no, I have to kill someone. <sighs> More Veer, no oh, doubt. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that guy. You're right. I would also kill him. Do you have anyone you would cast in anything? Anybody you pictured anything, or do you? Mm, oh, oh my God, um, Helena Bonham Carter as Shiloh Vitari. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's like the number one, and I can't think of who would be Monza. Mm. Maybe like Kate or Mara Rooney. Mm, that's a good one too. Holy shit! I don't think I've. I think I would, the only person I would cast. Have you ever seen the show Vikings? No. No. Uh, but I okay. know it. Uh, that's the one of the guys in there. I would cast as Shivers. He's like the second. He plays, I feel like um. Oh my god, who plays would, Rolo? Rolo. The actor Clive out. something. Clive Owens. No. <laughs> He's too big to be on the street. Clive channel. Owens. Maybe. Uh, maybe I would. 
actually. Duke, Duke Rogan. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, oh my God, what's the acting family? They're all in something. Alex. Oh, the, the, the. He was in Pretty Little, or Big Little Lie, one of the lie exactly shows. Exactly who you're talking about. They're like the Sigurdjonsons or something like that. Oh, Is that who God. I'm talking about? Like they're like. Yes. Skarsgård. Yes, he would shout be in it something. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Christine. Okay. Oh, every Skarsgård. I'm talking so fast because I'm worried we're over time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But no worries. What's up? Oh, I was going to say, thank, we're recording at the Lincoln Lodge. We're so happy to be here. Yeah, we love this place. Big shout outs to the Lincoln Lodge. Come to their shows seven nights a week. And what's our next book? Oh my God, our next book is going to be just as bloody and violent as this one. Mm-hmm. Moss Flower by <laughs> Brian Jocks. By Brian Jocks. We're going to see some... Some tiny mice just ripped apart. We're, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, we're going to take a trip down Nostalgia Lane with Mossflower, mm-hmm. and um, we can't wait to talk about it with you guys. So make sure you follow us and subscribe. And, and we'll, no. Yeah, take. I'll, work, I'll be working on my accent. <laughs> <laughs> you take care now. You take care now. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.